to the Chile Today podcast. I'm Bethany Francis. And I'm Lenny Kluge. We're two immigrants living in Chile talking about Chilean news, cultural events, travel, business, and more. If you want to support our podcast, check out our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash the Chile Today podcast. That's one word. www.patreon.com slash the Chile Today podcast. Okay, so we're going to do probably two-part episode about crime in Chile. Uh, that's such an... Bethany. Delinquencia. Crime's such an ugly word. I'd rather prefer, I don't know, creative entrepreneurship. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't care. But um, we're doing this episode because there have been so many polls that say like crime is like the number one thing that yeah. Chileans are concerned about right now. And obviously a lot of people who want to travel here are, you know, they're like, how safe is Chile? And the answer is safe. Um, but let's get into <laughs> Thanks it. Thanks for listening. Bye. Um, uh, so uh, long story short, perception is a very big influencer of um, the, I mean, I guess that's, that's redundant, right? Perception is the way people feel about crime rather than the crime itself. <laughs> but let, let's talk about it. So I'm sort of going to give... Um, a general overview, and uh, Linny, as he does, is going to get into the numbers because yes, numbers. I like um, numbers. So that that's sort of what's going to happen here. So a lot of people, if you just ask people off the street and you say like, "Do you think Chile is getting more violent?" Almost everybody's going to be saying yes, but that's not necessarily the case, which we're going to talk more specifically yeah. about. Um, so Chile is <clears throat> not in. The top ten percent, so the top ten of the most violent countries in South America. In fact, it is the second most non-violent country in South America, only right behind Paraguay. Sorry, yeah. not Paraguay, Uruguay. Uruguay. Uruguay is like the Sweden of South yeah. Uruguay. America. Well, there's like seven people there, and they're all high. <laughs> so like nobody can. Which is true. No, I mean it's true. Like marijuana. Yeah, it's true. There's it's only true. seven people. There. there are seven people, and they're all high because marijuana this is, is it's legal. Science. There. It's literally. It's like. They're all old. It's the, with the, lowest, the lowest birth rate. Uh, yeah. So like no, nothing, <laughs> like nothing bad happens in Uruguay. It's just there you go. It's like a little utopia. <laughs> they, they, nobody's they'd get to up to. and do crime, but oh my niece, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's again ranked the safest country besides Uruguay, which has seven people who are all high. Um, okay, so on a lot of expat websites, it is ranked as like I said, a very quote safe country. Um, with some noted occurrences of light muggings and robberies. Light rarely, muggings? Rarely at gunpoint. <laughs> light, light muggings. That, I guess that means like non-violent muggings. Dude, I, I mean, that sounds like something you would do on the Great British Bake Off. Like, oh, I've prepared some light muggings here. <laughs> the light muggings, there are no soggy bottoms. <laughs> Oh, man. Such a weird term. But hey, sorry to put you in the spot. This whole thing about Chile being the second safest country in South America. Do you know? Do you have a date there from, from when that that This uh, particular article are? came out in, in uh, 2022, this year. Oh, okay. Oh, that, okay, all right. Um, so um, this, this travel website also said, be aware that there can be some civil unrest and protests throughout the year. Whilst usually peaceful, larger protests can sometimes turn violent and tourists are advised to avoid demonstrations. Yes, we all have learned Which, the hard way. I would agree with that advice. Like, if you're a tourist, do not go to a public demonstration because you might get tear gassed. Take a um, you might get baptized, as we say. Uh, <laughs> 
Because once you start living here, if you haven't been tear gassed, it's like, oh, so you've never, you don't actually live in Chile. You just like hide up in the rich places. And it takes so long for tear gas to go away. I mean, the la- what was like the and you know immediately we just had like, the oh, anniversary the of uh, of the Estadio Social, which was like in the 18th of October. I think it was a Thursday. And I was I was the next day I was coming home oh, yeah. from, from it work, dissipate very and I always well. go by the Plaza Italia, and it was like literally 24 hours after and it was like yeah the yeah. bouquet is still in the air yeah and you get the tingle like you get the tear yeah. gas tingle and it almost feels like you're about to sneeze yeah yeah exactly and it makes you sneeze because your nose starts to tingle yeah, it's irritated yeah and you're like oh something's happened here it's like we're a little yeah. psychic a little bit we're like something happened like you never know if <laughs> you didn't know there was a protest and you're walking down let, let's imagine you're just walking down the street at night and you're like something happened here i can tell i can sense it <laughs> Achoo. I can sense something, some unrest happened here. Um, There are um, carjackings that happen, but these are usually... um, uh, Something I want to emphasize here is that there is also a perception that violence and crime is perpetrated mostly by immigrants, which is actually not true. Most, the vast majority of the crime done in Chile is perpetrated by Chileans, not by immigrants. I was trying to look for stats on that. I haven't found anything... Short Again, notice, I don't but, have the numbers. Yeah. I'm just following what like CNN and all of these other like yeah. journalist uh, thingies said. What I would like to do at some point because it's interesting because yeah, of course, I mean most crime is because they of proportionally there are more Chileans than, than foreigners here, but you would have to put this also into comparison, like seeing if the same proportion of Chileans that right. live in Chile commit crimes. You know what I mean? Like it has to you have to compare it to the proportions of the population. Sure. And that would give you a better picture. But, uh, man, I wish I had this information at hand. I do not. But something similar. Well, something that a lot of people don't talk about, which I thought was very interesting. We don't talk about Bruno. No, no, no. Is that Chile is one of the biggest transit and destination countries for human trafficking. Mm -hmm. And, like, when people talk about crime in Chile, they're always talking about, like, drugs and yeah. carjackings and muggings yeah. and they're not talking about how like, yeah, like, the, like the, but nobody because everybody's like oh you're um, talking about the front end of crime things yeah, that you see you know things like, that you see and then you're not talking about like the exploitation of of human beings mm-hmm. um people are way more worried about their cars so um there's also labor exploitation, which you can talk about, which is crimes such as labor exploitation in the mining, <laughs> agriculture, and construction, street vending, hospitality, restaurants, office. and garment sectors. No, I'm kidding. I love my As job. well as domestic service. Ser- service um, and also, which most of the perpetrators being Chilean nationals to immigrants. Mm. So again, just wanting to like point out these things that I think are really important to note. Um as well as there has been a really huge increase in like scams on the internet that that you can get through to intimidate people and to get money from people. Oh yeah, the phone calls. Yeah, the phone, phone calls, scams, yeah. the phone scams. I have actually had. I don't know. Like a lot of people have had like some sort of phone scam attempted on them. Mm. I had one that's really common where you answer the phone and somebody's like crying and screaming and being like, "Help! Help! I need help!" Like, um, it's it's your friend Diana or whatever. They use a really common name, mm-hmm. and they're like, "I need help. Can you like transfer me ten thousand pesos or whatever so that I can get home or whatever?" And it's just a scam. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you? I don't. I don't think so. I don't. I'm also not in the habit of answering unknown phone numbers. And now I have this True Caller app, which like 
I got so many phone calls blocked these days. Like, because my app does it for me. And it was nice. like, block, 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 block. It was like, man, who's trying to call me? Mm-hmm. It was like, but it was mostly like telemarketing. Yes. There's also a... Which is also crime in and of itself. <laughs> That's a crime to humanity. Yeah. So another interesting thing, um, talking about crime. Again, uh, Lenny's probably going to get into the drugs and all that stuff that like y'all really want to <laughs> You know it. Um, but... <laughs> Again, these are things I really didn't think about when I was starting to do the research on the crime because, again, when everybody talks about crime, they're talking about, like, oh, cocaine and drug dealers and guns. And Again, we really don't have, like, for our listeners from the U.S., which I know are a lot of you, we don't, compared to you guys, we basically have zero guns. We have, like, seven guns compared to you guys. Yeah, comparatively. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. we, like when we say, when I want to, like, put it into perspective when we start talking about a gun problem, yeah. comparatively, there's, like, three guns here. Yeah, this is like kindergarten. This is like kindergarten level of guns. Okay, so, but because Chile's military is huge, which it is, and Chile is a big importer of both large and small arms, there is a lot of illegal selling from the military to civilians of these weapons. I mean, they were because Chile doesn't small need arms them. when Pineda was still president. Oh my God. <laughs> He had baby arms. Trump yeah. had baby hands. Pineda had baby arms. It would has make baby a perfect match. Aw, they should date. Yeah. Kiss. So, which is interesting and goes into the loops that we've talked about before with corruption in the police force, because there's been a lot of torture, rape, all those kinds of things um, connected to the police. And so people, it's interesting because people are like, how are all these guns getting into Chile? Well, mm. they're actually being purchased from the U.S. by the military, and then people in the military are selling them uh, okay. to small coalitions of drug traffickers um that's from where that they can trace where these guns are coming from they're like oh where are these guns and from the military okay um and also um so it, it says again these are all on international websites that i'm getting this information of like what is the crime like in chile so i'm not just being like i bethany i'm like Oh, illicit arms deals from the military to civilians. It's like something that has been like internationally recognized as a criminal enterprise in Chile. Um, so there has been an increased demand for weapons lately in Chile for a lot of different reasons. It's very hard to get weapons in Chile. And so people yeah. have been well, getting them like, from the one place that they can get them, which is the military. Yeah, and it's like a vicious circle. You know, people mm-hmm. feel unsafe because guns, guns, and then how do we protect ourselves? And then we need guns. So they're going to legally get the guns, and then the those guns are going to get, end up being in getting into the hands of um, of drug dealers, which has it, which has escalated the gun related homicide rates. Not necessarily yeah. the homicide rates in Chile, but the gun related homicide rates mm-hmm. in Chile. If that makes sense. So. Um, and the thing, the reason that they're able to know where these guns came from is because military weapons can always be traced back to when they were bought okay, and where they okay. were bought. So, um, da, 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 da. also, weirdly enough, illicit weapons have been imported from Texas and Florida. They have been traced back to Texas. Why is that weird? I, just, I mean, <laughs> it's I guess Florida. I guess, I guess that's not. 
through the through the port of Iquique. So those are they're coming. And well, I guess it's important for me to mention this because again, the perception. I don't know. I'm just saying this is where the, where the guns have been traced from. Again, I think this is really important to say because there's all these races. We we also have episodes about uh, the immigration crisis and racism against immigrants. We have episodes about that you should listen to. But I want I think this is important because a lot of Chileans, if you ask them, will be like, oh, there's so many Colombians here and Venezuelans here that are bringing their guns and they're bringing their violence. And it's like, look, no, you look at me as somebody from the U.S. and you're like, oh, they're the good immigrant. But it's like oh, the, gu- the guns are coming from my country. They're not coming from Colombia. Um, so drugs. So let's talk about drugs. Uh, so apparently there's. Almost no heroin in Chile, which is a good thing. It says that's not a drug that's really so a problem, 80s. right? We're not we're not involved in heroin. The majority of the drugs that are in Chile are um, from Colombia. They are, and it's cocaine and marijuana. Now, um, Chile is one of the highest consumers of both cocaine and marijuana in South America. Um. So, which does not surprise me, especially the marijuana thing. That does not yeah, surprise me at also, all. There's I mean, no reason. It's like sort of illegal here, but not really yeah, illegal here. I mean, Mariana, I mean, everybody. Like, they're talking Did about you say legal, Mariana? Like, Mariana. The, uh, sorry. <laughs> Mar- I'm, I mean, Mar- Marabella? I mean, the devil's lettuce. I mean, they're trying to legalize it now. They're, I mean, it's, man, at this point, it's just like, I almost refuse to call Mariana drug. Like, it's just, I mean, yes, it you is a drug. You Mariana. Mar- Marijuana. <laughs> Marijuana. Marijuana. He's from Germany, guys. It is, but yeah. not on a big scale. It, it's, it's pretty, yeah, yeah, much, yeah. You, it's pretty you, much the same you, as it is in most. To, you're allowed to have your own plants legally in Chile, but you're not allowed to sell it. Yeah, it's 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 the same in most, let's say, industrialized countries where they were like, it's kind of like this weird <clears throat> legal void right. where like weed is Unless tolerated. Unless you're in the US, we can go to jail for your whole goddamn life. Yeah, or you move state lines, move across state lines and there is like completely legal. It's right. just so weird. Like, now with cocaine, I don't want to make light of cocaine. No, of cocaine no, no. is a harder drug, but it's also like a very... It's like a popular drug. like. Mm-hmm. But actually, yeah. Chile is not usually a destination country for cocaine. It moves through Chile. So, for example, it moves through Chile because of our ports to places like Australia, the Netherlands, Jordan, Italy, Belgium, Uruguay, France, Panama. It's going through Chile. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not sold here, it's like Chile is a very through country. Again, we're a through country for sex trafficking and mm-hmm. also cocaine. But, but I- again, we uh, we Chilean society blames poor people for mm. the drugs, and yet the poor people are not the ones buying the yeah. cocaine. And also, I mean, it's it kind of makes sense. People. I mean, if you use Chile just as a transit land, I mean, if man, if I was a drug kingpin, I'd be like, I mean, Chile has a comparatively affluent population if you compare it to other uh, Latin American countries. I mean, since it's there already, mm-hmm. might as well just drop a few bags on the way you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's like since we're moving this thing through might as well ma- yeah. seize the market so cocaine's usually here and going through marijuana is almost entirely consumed in chile which does not surprise me <laughs> i think we're the biggest consumer of marijuana like in america yeah. i this think that that's here, like, the truth yeah. so like marijuana comes here and we smoke it and then um cocaine comes in and then moves big consumer in south america but it then moves to other countries um so apparently, according to these articles, Chile doesn't have like cartels. It's interesting because Chileans will literally say the cartels, the cartels. There are no like large organization of like cartels. no homegrown cartels. Like you know, like how like you watch Narcos and things, and like Chileans yeah. are like, oh, I'm Narcos, and it's like, look, 
there are no large cartels existing in Chile. There are like small groups of interfighting like bros. Yeah, and and I think there are some are of the not... cartels operating here, but it's not that they have like a home base. Right. Here. Like there's no large like people that own I don't know like uh, the way that you would see like in Narcos or like in, like in like Mexico and in Colombia yeah. and like some of these other no, countries. No, no, not they're even not close. not on that scale. It's a lot of small local. It says quote small local small rival fish. organizations that often have violence within each other. So the violence typically like stays within those small rival organizations. Um, I actually read an article about that and the word they used was artisanal. Art- <laughs> the artisanal. Okay, so, so oh, the, the little art. Dude, that sounds like they're based in Unioa. <laughs> the artisanal drug Not dealers. drugs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Jesus. So, um, but one of the biggest drug problems here has become... What they call creepy? Have you heard of creepy? Yeah, it's like a very yeah. strong weed. It's a it's a weed mixed with other drugs. Yeah. So, um, but a lot of Chileans don't realize that it's mixed with a lot of other like dangerous drugs, and they smoke, and they're like, it's so much stronger. Well, it's because it's mixed with other shit. <laughs> um, and so, a lot of young people have been getting into creepy, creepy. And um, Which is such a bad name. Man. And the market is very much towards young adults. Um, the That's where the, the consumer has. And it says that it does encompass diverse socioeconomic groups. And that uh, Creepy has been associated with a lot of seizures, um, which has not really helped this whole idea of people like trying to make weed legal because a lot of parents who have like young kids, like they don't understand, like they're not smoking weed, they're smoking some sort of laced shit. Yeah. Um, which is is uh, a different thing. I mean, I probably told you about this. I don't know if on the podcast, but like one of my finding moments as a young adult or as mm-hmm. a youth, again, was when my mom was actually approaching me and she was just like, son, if you get curious about the marijuana uh-huh. one day, just ask me and I know how to get someone. I was like, mom. <laughs> was That's like, so cute. And my mom was just like, first she was like, she was, first of all, do you think I was born yesterday? <laughs> it's like, no. you think I never smoked a joint? Like, what's going on? And no, second... my parents definitely did. My parents never drank and, until, and, like, and I was an adult. Yeah, no, my mom is a bit more of a... I hope she doesn't... Well, I'm from Arkansas, from a, t- uh, but, from a teetotal Baptist family. Right, but, like, the second thing, and I think she was right on that. She was like, look, like, if you really want to try it, I'd rather have this gone through me because I know where to get the quote-unquote good shit like the real right, thing the stuff that's not laced right With yeah some, stuff that is not else. laced because like otherwise you just might talk to whoever and get creepy you do and not know who is that is and something is laced with LSD or whatever I wouldn't want that for you I was like that's a good point I mean no it's not LSD but I mean okay anyway so um this was something interesting that I had never thought about. So we do, again, you should listen to our episode about the immigration crisis because we talk about, like, the crisis on the borders, and um, which is not just with, like, immigrants, but also just, like, homelessness and things that happen along the borders. So because there is so much corruption at Chilean borders, this facilitates drug trafficking, human smuggling, because and, and all right. of these d- different things. Yeah. So we were talking specifically about like how immigrants are coming there and then they're becoming homeless and there's a lot of disease yeah, and a lot yeah. of things there's a lot like of that. Breeding ground for that now. It's it's now because of the lack of supervision on the borders. We're talking, we're talking drugs easily yeah. coming through. We're talking 
sex workers, right, yeah. uh, human trafficking, uh, human labor, all of those things are also like coming through the borders yeah. because of this lack of control. Oh God, that's which such again, a good point. You never thought about that. I, now I feel like a dumbass. Like I never yeah. thought about that yeah, yeah, before. Makes, like I was thinking exactly that people are being literally like, so we think, oh, these people are coming to Chile for better lives. It's like, oh no, they might be coming to Chile because they are being forced into Chile for labor yeah, or sex work or whatever. Yeah, or or maybe the other way around. Maybe they actually did come here for a better life, but or now you have this whole thing. There's going all these up. homeless people there at the border, and you don't have anywhere to go. And then somebody goes like, "Well, you know, I pay you a hundred bucks if you just put on this mini skirt, and there you go." You know, it's just like, or you just yeah, that's a very tame like interpretation of sex work or sex crimes. But okay. I was alluding to it. Put on this mini skirt. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> Cafe con piernas, like, oh, mm. you're such a little it's symbolism. You're so cute. So, um, however, so again, some of this is coming from um, um, websites for expats and for immigrants to like get them abreast of like different kinds of things that are happening. Chile is also considered one of the most resilient countries against crime, which means that even though there is crime and there can be some crime, that it is a very um, protected country and the people themselves are safe living within the country. Right. I mean, like, as much as you criticize the state institutions here, right. if you compare it on a regional level, I mean, there is, and I feel almost stupid for saying that, but the carabineros here are comparatively, they're not corrupt at all. If you could compare it to, like, Argentinian police or whatever. They're yes, corrupt they, in a different type yeah, of yeah, way. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's just like there is corruption on a big scale, but there is just not like you don't get out of a parking ticket by offering this guy 20 lucas. Exactly. You're going to get your asshole to jail if you do that on the, the the large scale of the chilean police is very very corrupt um the if you meet a a policeman on the street you're not gonna be able to bribe them they're probably gonna be really nice to you they're probably going to they really <laughs> they, they probably peanuts. really feel <laughs> like that they're doing their job like by protecting the quote-unquote normal citizens now when we get into the whole thing about yeah. them thinking like delinquents aren't yeah. humans yeah. like and that's a different kind of conversation right. and look, like the, the the chilean beat cop is not involved in the big old Paco Gates schemes, you know no, what I mean? No, there's a, I mean, there, we have all talked about this up and down. I'm not going to defend uh, the fucking police here, but I will say, like, again, from an immigrant perspective, as far as, like, living here, I feel very safe because right. I know that the Chilean police see the quote-unquote normal Chilean citizen and normal, like, um, people as somebody that they need to protect. Now, when you're out in a protest group, they have then decided that you are no longer human, and that's a completely different way that they te- can feel like they can rationalize terrorizing <laughs> like, you. Ooh, sports. Right. Let me just beat the shit out of this person. So that's what I mean. The, but Chile is considered a very, quote-unquote, resilient country and safe country for just the average citizen. There's not going to probably be a lot of violence now you might get your no you probably will get your phone taken off you at some point oh i have um and my wallet but and my bike and my not, backpack you'll be fine you'll be fine I- so that's sort of my overview that i really wanted to just like go into before we get into the numbers of things i just thought were really interesting that i hadn't necessarily thought about yeah. um so that's what i got so you get us you get us you get us going deep there lenny yeah, yeah. Get that's it, what get she, it real that's deep. That's what she said, yeah. No, but I mean, um, I think there was some overlap between what you said and I'm going to say, but I'm going to try to... And I wish I've had more time to research this because this is really interesting, but I'm going to talk really a bit about... You should take time before you go deep. 
nice. So it's a little bit about like the perception of, uh, on the one hand, what is really happening, and also what what the government is going to do about it. Uh huh. So government. The government. So right now, as you already mentioned, like the the public perception of of uh, securities actually is at an all time low. Yeah. And uh, they have very been a, perceptional. Yeah. And there have been no? a whatever. Yeah, there have been a bunch of polls from different institutions and polling places that are very much um that very much agree with each other i mean that it's a bit a few differences here in terms of the numbers but basically the tenor is the same so like for example there was a gallup poll an international you know gallup like the international pollster they did this thing called the global law and order uh, 2021 and chile <laughs> scored top marks with 66 out of 100 points what does that mean top marks top marks same uh, they feel very insecure like oh chileans feel not yeah the, yeah not no, it's the, just about perception yeah, yeah, yeah. perception they were on the same level as zimbabwe now i don't want to generalize <laughs> african countries but like that doesn't sound i have good. to tell you it is so true though when you talk to like chileans they are so scared like it i i'm we recently i think you were there i know pinguino was there we met this couple from new york and they're oh. living near Metro Tobalaba. I know which one you mean. And they were like, everybody told us, like, don't live here. Don't live here. It's so dangerous. We we're like, this what, is the safest place we have ever lived in our life. The fuck? And then, because the bar that we go to a lot of times is right there, Black Rock, where a lot of our stuff's hotels, our throwback movie night's going to be. Um, so Mar- my best cool. friend, Mary, hey, Mary, and I were standing hey, outside of the Black Rock wait- waiting on a cab talking in English and some chilling guy walks by us and he said, you girls need to get inside. It's not safe here. And I looked at him and in like Spanish, I was like, dude, I've been here for nine years. She's been here for 13 years. I think we're going to be OK. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like the perception of like your gun's just going to get yeah. like, is People are freaking out, and I'm just gonna need everybody to calm the fuck down, and like the, get with the reality of yeah. what is actually happening, which is not much. Yeah. No, I mean right now, like at work, we have the uh, one of my coworkers. She's an intern, and um, she's in her early twenties, and like she's this young, pretty girl. And then she's like, of course, she wants to, you know, make use of her stay here, and she's doing a lot of things, and then. She's sitting across my other coworker, and uh, he's like in his late fifties, whatever. And she's asking him about these things, and he was just like, "No, no, don't do that. No, don't go to that. Oh my god, no, that's too expensive. Oh, that's so dangerous." And I was like, "And I was like, okay, look, listen, you get a point somewhere. Yes, stop scaring but, people." Yeah, and I was just like, "Look, yeah, he has a point, but easy. It's not that bad. I mean, of course, you shouldn't go there after dark. You should it's don't." Just- it's don't living go. in a city. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, don't go up there. Okay, there's certain things you might not know, like going up to San Cristobal after dark. Like, why would that be particularly dangerous? Sure. You know, but then, okay, okay, that's something you need to know. But Danger exists. Like, danger I'm, exists, I'm not saying, right. like, go out in Chile and just, you know, don't, you know, be, you know, stupid. Yeah. I mean, I, I, like, I went with her and a friend of her to, like, a bar in Bella Vista uh, the, uh, during the week. And, and I was just like, man, don't tell me. Don't tell oh. uh, Miguel about this. He's, he's gonna he's gonna skin me alive, man. But you know, I was I was there. Like, but yeah, people so... have like this very. I don't want to say, man. Distorted sounds very. Like I'm not taking them seriously. Yes, there are issues, but like it's a bit out of proportion. I think how people it's see very things. hyperbolic. It's very over dramatized. And again, 
like I I would say every single person I've talked to and that even includes my fiance who is very level-headed and he knows the statistics and I'm like what are you and he, not in our neighborhood or anything but like the other day I went to a bachelorette party and we went on like a pub crawl in Vitacura and I was like this is the most boring Vitacura. pub crawl ever Good because Lord. if you don't know that's like a really fancy neighborhood probably. and it was freaking expensive and I was like why are we here these are not fun places like why aren't we in the center or at least if you don't want to go to the center no, in providencia like we're or barrio italia or like all of these really cool safe places like but people are terrified to go out of those rich neighborhoods and it's only amplifying this perception of crime because they're not actually going to these places that are super normal yeah they just have the perception that right. they're horrible now i'm like look go there look at how freaking fine it is and like, but people are, I feel like people got isolated from the, we got, we all isolated ourselves for two years, literally not being allowed to leave. Mm. And now people are only very slowly getting out yeah. and not transversing back to the center or province or like yeah. other places. Right. They're like, and I'm guilty of this too, yeah. like not spreading my wings and going out further past my comfort zone right. like I used to. Okay. So I, I promise you numbers, numbers is what you get. So Talking about yeah, I know Ping, Eva Pinguino is really no, happy numbers about are important, this. Pinguino. Numbers are important. Numbers are life. So um, I wouldn't say that, but I'd be respectful. <laughs> so yeah, so talking about this poll that basically put Chile at the same level as Zimbabwe, according to that poll. <laughs> Only 41% of the population feels comfortable walking down the street alone. In comparison, it's Aww. 42% in Mexico. People feel more comfortable in Mexico than in Chile these days. Oh, welcome to being a woman. Yeah, which is That's which so, is all oh, this is adorable. So, Men get to feel the way women feel yeah, all it was, the I, I, time Yeah, they didn't now. specify gender there, but it was like gen no, pop. No, so I'm, I guess I'm sure. It was I'm sh thing. But again, like, oh, I've told my students this yeah. before. They're like, oh, I used to feel safe walking down the street. And now I have to look over my shoulder. I'm like, yeah, I just do the exact yeah, same thing I've always done. Right. So that was another poll from Ipsos, which is like a local pollster, and they published this poll, um, Preocupaciones del Mundo, or if you want to translate it, like, what worries the world? That was actually from October 22, and they painted a similar picture there. So according to the results of that poll, Chile is actually number one. Chile number one. But uh, that's when and it comes the, the to scary that, what comes to being ever. it comes to being worried about crime oh as God. the most pressing issue facing that country because get that 64% of participants cited crime as their number one worry that puts Chile way ahead like squarely number one and way ahead of the runner-up that is Peru who scored and only, yet we're super only scared of the communists. 56 they Peru scored 56 and I'm, again just let the sink in this was a worldwide poll like it was not only South America they asked people you, in fucking think, Sweden or whatever do you think it's because Chileans have never, like, it's been, they're, first of all, I would, the polls in Chile are always really skewed. Like, are you just asking people in La Buena no, Like, but, yeah, but again, like, this was a worldwide thing. Like, there's poor people I, everywhere. I, like, I the average, the average was 26%. Are scared of every, I just don't get okay. it. I don't get it, Lenny. I don't get it. So, okay, here's the, a couple of, in like, in tends to explain, explain this. Explain it to me, so, please. Uh, from what I feel I've read, very safe here. I, I think, feel safer here than I do in the U.S. by I know, far. I, ha I have this effect on people. So oh, um, okay. so part of... <laughs> I didn't mean with you, so, but okay. Okay, fine. Just burst my bubble, will you? So part of this is um, this slightly distorted perception that people have is that like during the pandemic, crime actually went down. And ever since the restriction, it 
it lifted it went up which is true yeah obviously but it like went back to the levels before the so levels. so now people just go like oh my god like there's crime everywhere it's just like no i mean we didn't have crime last year because like people couldn't do crime because there was nobody to mug they on were the street sick or they were at home yeah or... and people like there were muggers on the street it was like i have nobody to mug here what's going on you know mm-hmm. and now like since you have the stark contrast now it seems like it's a lot more so that's one explanation The other thing that adds to the public perception of insecurity is also the sensation of powerlessness regarding the social protest that broke oh, out in yeah. 2019. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, I guess you that could classify sense. this as crime too. But right, if you see like every Friday, whatever, tear gas, buses burning, yeah. shops. Tanks rolling down the street. Yeah, yeah. That Well, not that much anymore, eh? But like, okay. No, no, no. But back it, then, yeah. like there's, there's the, there is a collective trauma in Chile from the estallido yeah then a collective trauma from covid mm. and we are also we're just experiencing trauma after trauma after trauma of like trying to like figure out how to like function in this new world that yeah. we have And it's really, it's weird. Right. I mean, okay, the estallido is over and whatever, but the cat's out of the bag, right? Because, like, protests have, of course, waned a little bit after Yeah, we got that. a leftist president. But, yeah, but we still have pretty much every, once a week, we got oh, yeah. barricades burning on the street. We got burning buses once in a while. We got, like, little shops being having the windows smashed. And just that adds to this whole feeling of insecurity. And, you know, people be like, So, Chile, agargo. Or yeah, like, but also we had this huge election between Boric yeah. and Cast. We have an extreme right-wing candidate, which is Cast, who made sure to put security as the biggest forefront thing and really, really pushed that. Yeah, hard. it was. I mean, he 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 read the zeitgeist there. He because yeah. he knew that's what people worried about. Actually, this whole thing that is happening, the whole perception of crime. Curiously enough, it, I mean, it makes sense. It gave the Carabineros kind of a popularity boost. Yeah. Which is not something that he would have expected. I mean, after the Estallido. Uh, after the Estallido, but yep, they kind of like, quote unquote, benefited from that. So so there was another poll from the Chilean poster Paz Ciudadanía, Ciudadana, and um, they say that also, like, the public perception of insecurity is at a 22 year high. However, the victimization rates are still at pre-pandemic levels, yeah. and that means they're at a 20-year low. However, there, there's a caveat to that. And, right. and that's also where I found that my research was a little bit not that satisfactory. Sure. Because this could be explained that there are a lot of types of crime that they do not measure in this kind of poll. Right, exactly. Say, like the crime I, crimes I was mentioning. Right, because what they crime say is Crime is a that, very big word. Yeah, an abstract crime, noun. Crime is a very big word. Yeah. Crime. Also, they, in Spanish, it sort of has a different connotation. Anyway, continue. Yeah, they, they, they interviewed the guy from the from the Instituto Pasudana, and they said, like, look, like, this whole thing murders, and, like, this, this whole new level of violence that we're seeing here is new to Chile. Like, they have not been confronted with this as a very significant thing before, which is also why a lot of pollsters just don't even bother to include this. They usually include, what do they include? Like, larceny. You know, right. they go like theft with or without with or without violence or like sneaky theft, petty theft, mugging, pickpocketing, whatever. All these things were were like included in this poll, but not the not not murders. And um, so actually, the first half of 2022, the murder rates went up by almost 30%. And we're not talking only about firearm murders, like murders, because I know that you mentioned that before, but <laughs> right. murders like in murders. 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 You know, and th- okay, here's the thing. Here's me being, again, like, 
a, a speculative specky. Um, because I specky. a specky, specky Becky. Um, a specky Becky. Uh, so there's a part of me, you know, it's interesting because because I'm from the U.S. and I do like to talk about true crime. And anybody that likes true crime like always comes to me any Chile and that's always like, why does the U.S. have so many serial killers? And I was like, you know, Chile's got them too. You just don't know about them. And so really good. because we have, yes, yeah, no, they're, they're not smarter than like U.S. serial killers necessarily. It's mm. like you guys realize that the U.S. has the biggest amount of resources of any like laboratories to prove these things. Or like you can prove that it's a murder and it's not just some dude that went hiking and like lost his shirt or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, okay, the murder rate, are, is the murder rate going up or is, the, is Chile's police becoming less corrupt or... Are they just now getting the technology to be able to prove and do an autopsy or like the resources to like see like, yeah, that was a murder or that was femicide, which is a big thing. Which right. Is also murder. Is there, I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. oh, well, this or this woman didn't just disappear like she was murdered. And now we're categorizing that as a murder rather than a disappearance. I want to know all of these answers to these questions. Yeah, that doesn't. I don't know, man. I mean, I know I, I see what you're saying, but there's an entire TV show now in right. Chile just, about just, a woman. I just disappeared feel, but they just, were like oh she was probably just ran away and she was murdered yeah but i don't think i don't, I don't feel that does it justice right now i, I don't right? think i don't think just like leaps let's say in technology would explain like the jump and murder rate no, like i would say that there's actually what i'm trying to, to no 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 what i'm trying to say is that i think that there's a lot of t- this is true in the u.s so i'm not gonna say it's gonna be true in chile but there's a lot of times where in the past in the u.s if they couldn't figure out fast enough who did the murder they were just going to categorize it as an accidental death. And the reason for that is because if you can't find a murder rate, there are it looks really bad on the institution. And so it would not surprise me if something similar happens in Chile. You find a dead body. Well, we don't know where this dead body came from. Oh, it's probably a homeless person or a sex worker. Okay, they probably overdosed. They're not going to spend the money to get that person an autopsy. Mm-hmm. So again, are like why are you laughing? I'm just now he just slipped and fell on his scissors five times. Yeah, and it's like and it's like a, oh in Japan I'm getting way off. I'm tangent. In Japan they have this thing. Oh, I'm pretty sure it's Japan or it's Korea. I'm pretty sure it's Japan. Yeah, where like, this is not a me this time. Just, no, 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 no. You know. Where you did the true crime thing, but I think it's interesting because I think it's relevant because of crime. So in Japan they have this thing where if you leave the fan on, it could kill you because for That's a long. Korea. That's Korea. Okay, because the, they couldn't figure out how certain people were dying. And it was always like, the fan was on. Because oh, it's is, like people... Is that where it came from? Yeah. That was just a folk With, No, no, no. When they, when they couldn't figure out who... I just thought like fans were really dangerous. No, when they couldn't figure out who killed the people, they were like, it was the fan. Fan man. Like, so it's like, this is not unheard of to where like... Is the murder rate going up? Are we getting more responsible with reporting because we have the technology now and the paperwork can't just be shoved under the table? Yeah, no, I think I think in this I know what you're saying, but I think in this case, I mean, it might be a mix of both. Oh, it could probably be both. Is now the thing is that just okay contrasting that because as I said, like the murder rate was going up by almost thirty percent within but one year. But what I was trying. But, okay, let me just hold on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was going up. On the other hand, because we're talking about perception here, right? What was interesting is that. 
a lot of other types of felonies actually went down, such as, as we said before, like the violent, non-violent theft and stuff, and vehicle theft, surprisingly, apparently also went down. Now, also, like, the rise of violent crimes is not a recent phenomenon. We have to also right. say, like, this has been rising for almost a decade, and throughout the last six years, homicide went up, went up by 70%. Now, that could be, a part of this could be, you know, uh, state institutions being more responsible, whatever. Okay, the thing is, and this is where I'm having my little issue with that, is that the use of firearms went up pretty recently, and this actually resulted in 54% more murders compared to last year. And I think that that's why you have to think that because if a firearm is involved, like, you cannot just write this off as something that, oh, he fell <laughs> and hit his head. Exactly. That's one of the things yeah. I was going to mention. Like, if somebody you know, gets bludgeoned, it's much easier to say like, oh, well, this could, something else could have happened. If somebody's fucking shot, yeah. you can't, you, you know. There's no two ways about it. No, it's just like, okay, exactly. this, is what, yeah. this is exactly, this is what exactly. happened. And actually this the is, guy called Daniel, uh, Daniel Johnson, Daniel Day Lewis. Say here. no, Daniel Johnson, Daniel Johnson, he's like the foundies, uh, of the foundation Pasiudana. He also stated that actually firearms have now become the leading cause for homicide in this country. So yeah, that has been very... It's a lot easier to kill somebody with a gun than it is with any other you instrument. You don't say. Well, I should try this once, I guess. <laughs> so also, like, there's another interesting the thing. They said that while in 2015, uh, actually about 70% of the homicides, the perpetrator was somebody close to at least known to the family. Well, yeah, like, that's it's it, it completely switched right oh, now. really? Yeah, yeah, they said, like, now it's on around 30% because of the... Also, maybe because what what you said, it's just like, I don't know, man, maybe, maybe it's easier to identify murders as such when a firearm was used. Again, and that usually if you happens, find a, yeah. a homeless person or who you assume is a homeless person, right, in the Mapocho, right, and there's a bullet in their chest, you're going to go, oh, well, they were killed rather than like, oh, this is a homeless person. They OD'd or this is a homeless person. They fell asleep in the Mapocho during <laughs> they the winter. They OD'd on lead. You know what I mean? Like there, because that's, uh, because we know, we know worldwide that people on the margins, their murders or their deaths are not treated seriously. Mm. Like they're not recognized seriously. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like, now you can't ignore, I'm not, it sounds like I'm giving credit to guns. Thank you guns for helping us. Ident- Woo, I'm definitely guns. not doing that. That is not what I'm trying to say, but I'm trying to say like, this is, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the green, the, the American, green, the, the American in the, the group, definitely not trying to say that. I'm just trying to say that it, I guess, forces your hand to actually be like, well, well something fucking happened here. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, actually, what, what you mentioned before about like most of the perpetrators actually being Chileans, um, I have a similar stab, but the other way around because I found um, actually a, a similar number. stab, but the other way around. Th- this is going to make sense in a second. Okay. So because um, I found the stat, uh, this number, they said that between January and June 2024, there have been so far at that point 434 moides. And they what? split it up by... huh? Moides? Moides. Oh, murders. <laughs> I was like, what is this Moides? Moides? To 434 murders. And they split it up by nationality. And I was just like, ooh, my God, math time. Ooh. So, um, so I did the math there. And yes, basically, big part, 86% of the victims were Chileans, which makes sense because in this country, there's still a lot more Chileans living than non-Chileans. Yes. So that means the other but way that's- around victims that's yes. not yeah, perpetrators yeah. that's what i'm saying okay, 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 that's okay, why okay. it's the other way around huh oh 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 i see what gotcha. you're saying yeah so 
they say that so basically 14% of the victims were foreigners. Fair. Mm. And now only about 7% of Chile's populations are foreigners. Population are foreigners. Ooh, so that's that, a lot of murder against foreigners. Yep, which means that there are still disproportionately more foreigners killed than Chileans. And actually, the biggest foreign group of the victims in this one, because, I mean, it's 86% is Chilean, and the next group with, uh, I think, 10 murders were Colombians, which I think can be explained that actually, yes, there are a lot of Colombians actually involved in organized crime in Chile. Oh, well, I'm not saying, oh, hashtag not all Colombians. Uh, yes, yes. You know, but... I want to see numbers. Yeah, no, I mean, I got some numbers there. But um, I would jump to that conclusion in... It makes sense to me in a way, you know? It's just hard for me to... I just, like, I don't know. I don't want to... Eh. I mean, because, like, also Colombians are not a big... Let's say not one of the biggest foreigners group here in Chile. Because after Colombians, Venezuelans, which kind of makes sense because there are a lot of Venezuelans There's not here, a lot you know of refugee... Okay, so I can say objectively, like, Venezuelans, Haitians, right? There's a lot of refugee sort of situation happening there. As far as immigration, the reasons why they're coming to Chile is very much like seeking work, seeking security, mm-hmm. seeking a safe place for their family. In those cases, you're probably not going to be trying at least get involved in anything illicit because your goal is safety, yeah. security. I don't know. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you're not wrong. And I'm not saying that Colombians are like, oh, they're all criminals. But it is a known fact that there are actually Colombians. Organized crime right. bands and operating in Chile. In, in, yeah, what I'm trying to say is like... It, and they put themselves the more often in harm's way than... Immigrate? I don't know. I don't like the topic, guys. I just want everybody hey, you, to love each other. You picked it. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't like... Like, it makes me uncomfortable knowing that knowing that statistic, I guess, that the majority of... I guess it had to have been somebody, right? It had to have been some group of people that was the majority. Yeah. But it just... I mean, I mean, it, 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 it fell out of the proportionality of the population. You know what I mean? That was right. actually what really caught my attention there. And that kind of like, okay, that led me to the conclusion that, A, maybe they might be well, involved. we do know the cocaine and the marijuana in Chile is the, coming from... The marijuana. We knew uh, we know that the cocaine and the leafy leaf, the magic the magic leaf the is coming from Colombia. Somebody's got to bring it over, I guess. Yeah. Somebody's got to. Per- Here's my thing. This is what I said to one of my friends recently. They're like, "Oh, all the drugs and the marijuana." I'm like, "Well, who's fucking buying it?" Like they're like, "All oh, the people bringing it in." I'm like, "Well, who's buying it?" And this is my friend. It's like, "You are," because like everybody here smokes weed. I'm not buying it. So many Chileans, almost every <laughs> Chilean smokes freaking weed. Like in there, like I'm talking from, from like guy who sells veggies on the street all the way up to the CFO. They're all smoking fucking yeah, weed. smoking the weeds. And it's like, you complain about, like, crime? Like, stop, either vote to legalize weed, which those CFOs aren't going to do, mm. or stop fucking buying it. Right. Like, sorry, yeah. y'all. Drink sorry. alcohol and be an alcoholic like a normal person, <laughs> like a normal American. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, so all in all, so you, you, you had the murders going up and everything, but I think all in all, it's like the, I got the feeling that it's the composition of the crime stats that underwent a lot of changes. So I was actually trying to find uh, in the stats that crime actually went down because this is what I was hunting for. I wasn't really unbiased, I gotta say, because I wanted to see in the stats that, yes, crime went down. It didn't. 
Like, no, I don't not, think it went down. Yeah, not at the start. Yeah, because I had this theory to say, okay, look, I think perception went up because there were a lot more violent, scandalous crimes at the forefront that made the news, that made the headlines. But those went up. But I thought, like, on the whole, maybe crime, if you just consider it as a whole, it went down. No, From I, the stats I, that I've seen, it didn't. But the composition have changed, has changed. Because, as I said before, like, interestingly, like, a lot of larceny, it just went down. But violent crime has risen. And, um, yeah, the type of felonies that actually have taken the headlines there, talking about very um, spectacular crimes, were those portonazos. The yeah. encerrados, eh, encerronas, as I say, because those may... Okay, carjackings, for, yeah, what Yeah, carjackings. Yeah, it's kind of like a special flavor of carjacking where they basically just... Um, Scare you. They, they, they just surround you with cars and they force you to stop and they just like drag okay. you out of the car. And the portonazos are when they kind of wait for you at your condo and... Right in front of your Yeah, your you wait for the gate, the porton to open and at that... They use that time to just jump out of the car. And it just, happened in my apartment. Yeah. No, it happens in everybody's apartment. It's, it's I mean, really that's, that's the... It's why, that's the reason why they've like started to replace like the, the, the gate motors, like the gate engines there with like faster versions, which are so fast. Sometimes they fucking freak me out. It's good idea. Let's, let's, let's open this and go. It's like, <laughs> like, holy shit, what's going on? Well, it's funny <laughs> because like they used to like back, you know, like five years ago when the... When this wasn't such a like a hot topic, the carjackings uh, in those gates, they used to be like, wait till the gate completely opens, go in, stop, wait till the gate completely closes, because we don't want anybody sneaking into the building, even though you've got like three different places you have to key into once you get into the building. And now it's now like, just like, ah, let's just, just get, in like, get in there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, talking about since you talked about before the, the, the crime that is going rampant in the north, actually it turns out that the, in one the south. Of, Oh, you mean no? The, in the more oh, in, in oh, the oh, north, oh, in the borders, in the borders, right? Oh, okay. And actually, one of the most affected regions here is uh, Arica Parinacota, just where this whole shit is going down. Especially the famous uh, Tren de Aragua, which oh, is yeah. also something I think at some point we should ha have a look into because that is a drug trafficking or uh, human trafficking. I yeah. think both. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Uh, trafficking yeah it's not about trains it's called the we train did have a train episode though but it's not about that and it's it's a trafficking ring and that's pretty much as much as i know about it they operate in the north and they traffic people and drugs and it's 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 pretty sad fucked up. fucked up but very interesting topic we should look into it at some point stay tuned so but yeah according to a government official up there in the north basically it's same as on the <laughs> same as on the national level uh <coughs> Also in Arica Parinacota, larceny went down in the region, but violent crimes have made a worrisome leap, which is likely to be attributed to, again, the high number of unregistered firearms, which, as you just said, probably come from the military somehow. It's something I didn't read about, but kind of makes sense. So in that region alone, uh, Arica Parinacota... We, we even have pigeons stealing so, people's earpods. Yeah, I saw that too. Oh yeah, crime on the rise, man. <laughs> crime on the rise! Oh, it's a parrot. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so 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 in that region alone, in Arena Parinacota, like seventy percent of all illicit drugs are being confiscated. Like all the drugs in all of Chile, seventy percent of are that there. is being because it kind of makes sense because drugs it's like it's the point. It's in the, Santiago. Yeah, but that's like one of the main point of entries there. So of course, and nationwide, the confiscation of illegal drugs have risen by. 150 percent since uh since 2021 that is 
more than double. So that is quite a bit. I mean, it's a really profitable thing when you have a, a lack of jobs and insane inflation mm. and uh, consumers like Chileans. It's like, again, we're the biggest consumers of cocaine and marijuana. And when people are like, the drugs, and I'm like, well, stop buying them or vote to make them legal. Like, you're the consumers. Yep. Slash, we are the consumers. I don't consume cocaine. But... Like, that's the thing is, like, the reason why all of these drugs are coming in here is the Chileans, for some reason, can't, like, they're yeah. just wanting drugs. Like, they want them. Right. Well, and they're buying so them. The, the, the perpetrators also, like, the, the profile has changed a little bit as well. And I think that also has to do with, with uh, the whole fucked up immigration situation we sure. have in the North. Because uh, while in 2010 only 6% were foreigners, in 2021 that number jumped to 29%. Which, I mean, it kind of makes sense. You have these poor fuckers that, you know, maybe just being a mule carrying drugs over the border and yada, yada, yada. And while you can't, of course, blame immigrants for all of this, I mean, it appears that they're like, it appears as if a lot of crime on the rise can be attributed to like, quote unquote, imported felonies, such as like the assault by motorbike, which is something that you haven't seen in the years before. That's something new. Like people go like, okay, this was more common in whatever, Colombia or something like that. Yeah, but we have 20 um, times more motorbikes now. And uh, human trafficking, this is also something that hasn't been like something commonplace here in Chile. As I said before, they didn't include this in the stats because it has never been a thing, you know. And I'm not blaming the Colombians for that, but this is something that people go like, oh, they used to do this in Colombia, now they're doing this here. And they also or said, they, probably, they, they might have explicitly been doing it for mentioned, a long time, but they're just not adding it yeah. to the stats because nobody gives a shit about poor people who are trafficked. Yeah, but those were the stats like in the, that they used in the polls. I think... Also, things like a lot of Chileans you, uh, basically do uh, commit this kind of felony, but it's like a kind of a new way of like committing crime, you know, they were like, "Hey, that's a nice idea that they imported from Colombia." You know what I'm I saying? Don't know. So that that's that's. The I whole don't know thing. if we've. I don't know if that's uh, if I buy that. Why not? I mean, there's really nothing disparaging against Colombians against there. No, I mean, no, no. If I buy that, it's quote unquote new. I'm sure it's been happening. I mean, human trafficking is not like a. Yeah, but of course, also be what you said before. Like we like have a, a lot term. more motorbikes here. Maybe that's also one of the reasons. The thing is, like, it's not something that people has re- have really seen that much before. So, um, it, oh, oh, yeah, another thing that I saw that was really interesting, actually, I had never thought about that. Like, one of the reasons that Chile has been attractive, become attractive to organized crime, i.e. drug trafficking, human trafficking, is, um, is this relatively good infrastructure and logistics. What do you mean? Because the roads are in good conditions. Ah. And these things, and it's you got good public transport here. Uh-huh. And it's not, if you think about it... You don't like, have a lot of roadblocks. Yeah, and if you think about it, like, for example, I don't know, man, like Peru, you got, or Bolivia, oh, yeah. man, jungle, like, unpaved roads, like, shit, how do you get there? You gotta get there by a fucking plane, because otherwise it's just like, you can't right. even get there by car. So and you can get into Chile via... You can get into Chile via... And it's slim, it's long, you can go, <laughs> it's go yep. up, down, and you can get it everywhere. I mean, not everywhere as paved but like the most important place you can get to by car easily trafficking literally easy in chile yeah yep unless so that, you're in the araconia region and you encounter some truck yep. blocks so <laughs> oh, different yeah, no situation listen to our araconia episodes so that's this guy eduardo vergara who is uh, actually uh, part of the Boric administration he is head of the oh man like something crime prevention uh-huh. bureau and he actually said at some point uh, Chile is going through its worst moment in terms of public safety since the return to democracy in 1999 however 
he also warned against lumping all of this search and crime into the drug, uh, drug trafficking category, yeah, exactly. which absolutely makes sense because, I mean, aside the whole resentment that would spur against foreigners, which like unfortunately comes hand in glove there. Also, Listen to our immigration episodes. Yeah. This also would lead you to false conclusions because they go like, okay, if, if, if we basically compare this all or basically lump this into the organized crime category, like we're not taking the right measures to combat this exactly. whole thing. We need we're to know not exactly actually what's happening. cutting like we're not cutting the head off the snake here because exactly. we're not recognizing that like if we just focus on foreigners and we do all of this other stuff with that, like you're literally not you're not preventing the actual majority of the crimes. Yep. Like you can say like, oh, there's a disproportionate number of X group of people that yep. aren't Chileans that are doing this. It's like, yeah, except for 87% of the rest is all done by Chileans. Mm. So, and then of course, you know me, I'm going to be like, well, let's get to the root of crime, which is lack of education, lack of work, lack of all of these different yeah. kinds of things. This is also something that Boris proposed, which is, I mean, I'm also for all for it, but then of, of course you, you cannot, like that's like medium to long term. Like what do you do in the short term? Like, of course you Legalize have to. Legalize cocaine and marijuana. Uh, yeah, if it's only about that, great. But you know, like, of course right. you have to show a bit more like strength to just go like, okay, the it stops here, you know? Yeah, it's which like, I feel like... Put your foot like, down and his, then at the same time take care of education, housing, whatever. Which, you know? you know, we have been seeing that there is a housing movement happening. Um, houses are moving. Houses are moving. They've got legs all now. All over the place. The it's, trafficking it's like of housing. Housing trafficking all up and down the country. Uh, dude, I wish. No, the housing crisis is insane. But uh, there are things to move that around. Hopefully coming yeah, down the pike. Well, actually, house pike. He, uh, Boric, actually recently announced the creation of a national security plan encompassing around 30 measures. I didn't get into the details there, but among them is the creation of a ministry of security, mm -hmm. as well as the long-announced reform of the Carabineros. Let's see how far he goes. What gets with that in Congress? That's going to be interesting. That has been a big old promise. Now, actually, a pre-quote-year prevention center for homicides and violent felonies was created recently with the objective to gather data on the specific types of crime, which started operating a few weeks ago, and that center will submit weekly and annual reports to the police force with statistics and also to provide them a little bit of context basically alluding to what this guy said before it's like we cannot just lump this onto category we right. need to know the details what is going to happen if we are to develop countermeasures there so i think that's good <clears throat> part of the reform is also um part of the reform of the carabineros also involves um the relocation of patrols in the most uh, to the most vulnerable districts as well as the plan fewer guns more security which aims to reduce the amount of unregistered firearm circulation and here's something i thought I mean, was they're interesting registered. they're just registered to the military so this guy also mentioned that i thought was interesting that 35 percent of the country's municipalities do not have police patrols that blew my mind i did not know that oh yeah like there are like entire districts that do not have any patrols yeah at all so they want to bring down this number by 15 percent by the end of the year and there was actually another recent report that revealed that in all of the metropolitan region th throughout the last years patrols went down by 27 percent citing causes such as sickness um, resignations and vacations <laughs> so vacations. oh chile yeah eternal vacations so boris also announced that they will stock up 
the police car fleet, especially in the Antofagasta yeah, region, because that region is really hurting. Because as we just heard, there's a lot of crime yeah, going on there. Everything's been focusing and on I the think... south right now. That we got we the, the north. We we got to protect those people too. And yeah. by protect, I don't just mean like with security. I mean like the the again in our immigration episode, the homelessness and all of the horrible things sex trafficking and things going on there in the north it's just completely like people don't have clean water they don't have electricity like just really bad things happening there and people are just ignoring it yeah yeah because everybody's like the Araucanía region or yeah. santiago yeah, and i think he actually just was it last week or this week announced uh, they actually had it over like 300 new cars or something i mean they're really stocking up the fleet which is yeah. um and just think what you will about the cops but i think it's necessary dude like oh, <laughs> yeah. with the shits going down right now not a bad idea so oh, that was also uh the I thought you just said the crime's not that much worse huh but you said crime wasn't that much worse no i, I, I no, i cars? said that i wish i had gone down but apparently it hasn't you know i know but you didn't say it went up that's why I, I couldn't come to that conclusion because i saw i saw conflicting stats there that was that was what well, actually frustrated re- me it, about this whole thing when i was reading it hadn't gone like from what i read it hasn't gone up it hasn't increased like different Things have increased, like like you said, larceny's gone down. Maybe murder has gone up, and this and this is has gone down. Da, da, da. Larceny makes sense to go down because nobody's got shit right now. Yeah, no, actually, I went to this one. Um, there was one website that cead.spd.gov.cl. What's it's like the Centro de Estudios y Análisis de Delito, and I got some numbers, and I very amateurishly tried to compare, like not even complete years because I know we're not at the end of 2022 yet. Right. I was like, okay, first and second semester 2020, 20, 20, 21, 22. And it just, it just, everything has Nothing risen. Makes sense. No, everything has risen across the board, which stood in yeah, conflict but- with everything that I've read, you know? Yeah. So that was kind of weird because yeah, this, I was of the same opinion as you that like some have gone up, some have gone down, but basically the, it's, it's a zero sum game at the end. But and we can't even not. really compare again like it's super weird because uh, one thing we can say with certainty is that the imp- impression of crime in Chile is way out of line of yeah. the reality that we can say for sure yeah that is that is true that is a hundred percent true but it's also we're in a weird measurement right now. The world is because again we're gonna have to try to compare 2022 to 2019, right? Because it's like we <clears throat> didn't have crime because nobody's in the street because nobody could because nobody could leave and the, it's so we and so you know that, what would we compare that to? And yet that isn't fair to do either because we had the estallido and so I'm like now are we comparing to 2018 but our populations are different the composition's different who's living in what regions are different the government's different like you know what I mean so it's so much uh, it's really I, it makes sense why it would be so much harder to get those numbers and it wouldn't surprise me if crime rose because yeah. homelessness has risen because yeah. um, inflation yeah, and right. insecurity I mean, like and, that, and when that re- happens there's a bunch of reasons crime the, goes up at the end of the day I think what matters is okay crime has gone up what are we going to do about this and right. then yeah of course like in terms of what are you going to do Lenny what yeah. are you going to do about it oh you know I'm just going to I'm vengeance <laughs> I am vengeance now you, now you know the last time I heard a German say that it did not end up well <laughs> oh wow okay so, so oh no uh, <laughs> Poland hide your panties yeah, see, this is what I was talking about, those kind of polls when I'm talking about the Gallup polls. But yeah. <laughs> it was the Polish. Yeah. So, um, but, so, yeah, what you were saying is, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it is um, medium long term. We got to know. <laughs> I didn't need the- to know you were medium long, honey. 
Jesus Christ, man. I can't save myself today, can I? No, you can't. So medium, long term, yes. Because you came to this podcast being grumpy. And if you be grumpy, you know I'm going to pick on you. Ah. So Ah. we got the, of course, you need to know the, the, like you're talking about housing, education, what are the reasons for this whole thing, but also short term. I think you also like the only solution there is to, for the stages to for the government to executive put the foot down and say okay, no more. Sure, this and is enough. I mean, know? and in the south, as we talked about, I really do think that is what Boris is doing at least yeah. right now in the Araucanía region. But I do think that it is important that mm. the that people need your citizenship, like your citizenry. What? Yeah, needs to feel safe. Like the mm. sociological, psychological aspect of your country is also important. So, what are you? I guess whether I agree with those measures or not, what is the government going to do to make people feel safe without um, overcorrecting? I don't know the answer to that question, but I do think it's a question, like it's something that needs to be done as well. Mm. Because when people feel uh, overly scared, really poor decisions are made. Really extreme decisions are made. I mean, we just know that historically worldwide, like fear is one of the biggest movers of really bad decision making. So you have to figure out how to calm the hysteria. Right? Like, calm the fuck down. If you're listening to this, calm down. Yeah. Actually, no, part part of what he's also planning in his um, national security plan is what I thought was interesting. They implemented or want to implement an algorithm that sort of like... Numbers? Yeah, I know. That was interesting to me. It ranks like the... uh, It's sort of like a vulnerability index that shows like what communas like a socioeconomic vulnerability ah. index said so what communas are what districts are in the most need for um security measures meaning, types of interventions yeah patrolling but also other things I love just that. like a little bit more and he is also yeah i mean i do Boric think that that is, would make Boric people feel more is comfortable stocking up um social like the the like sorry he's stocking up the budget for the carabiniers he's stocking up the budget for the um crime fighting the pde whatever <clears throat> but he's also stocking up the municipal coffers uh, by 6.2 percent to improve infrastructure recovery public spaces all these kind of things so he's right. i feel like he's trying to attack both and saying okay putting your foot down carrot and stick if you will you know just like increasing police presence where it's needed like you know stop this but at the same time yeah let's make this a nice why place we to have live. so many freaking Carabineros crawling all over the streets in Lovernachea when, like, nothing fucking happens there. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, what are you doing? Go to a vulnerable place and, like, protect the people, right? Yeah. It's too expensive for people to get go to Lovernachea and rob houses. It's too far away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gotta get your... Yeah, yeah gotta, it's just hey, not worth it How anymore. are you gonna carry that TV all the way? You gotta steal, you gotta steal the van from Diego's TV station to get that stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> That's what they did there. That's that probably. They went to Broadway hey. after that, yeah. Yeah, there you go. What else you got? Is that yeah. it? No, I think that's pretty much it. A little bit all over the place. I but like I hope this idea. I really like this idea of like using numbers to make decisions about security. I like that. I think it's very smart. And it's you can literally show people, oh, well, why are you sending all of the Carabineros to no, no, Eki's place instead of Rovanachea? It's like it, because they need it and you don't, it doesn't bitch. Get, it doesn't get more objective than numbers. Yeah, like you literally show the numbers. Like you guys yeah. don't need it. They do. So you can't, you can't argue with that. And that's why you guys are getting less police presence and they're getting more police presence. Sorry, rich people that you want like because that's the thing is las condes or they have these security thingies going around all the time that do nothing and you have like like all the all the 
criminals like the meme with the guy behind the tree like waiting for the police to leave Lobanichea. Yeah, yeah, just like waiting. <laughs> no, and then if you know the three months from then all the robbers go to Lobanichea, we'll give you back your police. Okay? We're gonna there ping go. pong them around. Well, that's probably what their argument's gonna be. It's gonna be like, well, they're gonna come here now that there's no less police. It's like, yeah, oh I yeah, mean, well, you know, you've, you have four TVs, give up one. Well, it's spreading fine. thin, but again, he's also increasing the budget, so... Yeah, he's increasing the budget, you know, and he's not stupid. Like, like he understands, you, he, you know... He can't fuck over the rich people too much or they're going to fuck him over. That's how it works because all of them work for the government. So, so the world works. How it works. How it works. Crime. Crime. I am vengeance. Sorry. I mean creative entrepreneurship. Creative entrepreneurship. Hey, you know, I'm all about working on education, helping helping people who are in vulnerable situations. Being smarter at crime. Um, I'm all for like, hey, look, we didn't have illegal drugs coming through here. You know, the Chileans are obviously taking them. You know what I mean? Like, might as well nip that in the bud. And just Man, so you, really, so... you really have a chip on your shoulder with Chileans taking drugs. <laughs> I don't care. Like, my thing is, I don't care if you're taking... Like, if you do you, it might not be the decision I make. It might not be the decision I would want my family to make. But if you're taking the drugs, don't get in my fucking face about delinquency. You know what I mean? Like, don't start blaming immigrants poor people for crime if you're the one directly contributing and benefiting from it you know what i mean that's all i'm trying to say that's all i'm trying to say there you go take with that what you will god bless happy thanksgiving um mariah carey's right around the corner oh yeah they're gonna unfreeze her aren't they she's unfrozen she's there girl she's 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 warming up already she's already she's got her she's going she's here i'm sure she's been around that's a crime That is a crime. You know what? Christmas without Mariah Carey is a crime. That's oh all I got to say about it. Wow. Like, anyway, we love opinion. you guys. Thank you for listening to us. We hope to see you uh, soon. Come to our events. Meet us. Shake our hands. Fist bump. Um, or all the other greetings that you do. Uh, and when in doubt. Gringo out. Bye. Bye-bye. Moida. The Chile Today podcast is hosted by Leonard Kluge and Bethany Francis and produced by Diego Pinguino Rivera. For more information on the news topics you heard today, check out chiletoday.cl.